Listen. Everybody, this is Ask Dr. Gans, the podcast. Stress. Everybody's got it. Everybody feels it. Guess the big question is, what do you do with it? How can you get it handled so you can be your best, do your best, and most importantly, feel your best in all areas of your life? Well, that's what this podcast is all about. Ask Dr. Gans. I'm your host, Bryn Griffiths, alongside registered psychologist, Dr. Gans Ferentz. Happy holidays to you. You too, Bryn. Always good to talk to you. Is it really super happy though for everybody? I mean, it's everybody feels the stress at this time of year. It's kind of crazy. And now in our location in the province of Alberta, we're we're walking right into a, a COVID lockdown. So yeah. there's it's really kind of dumping a lot of stuff on people right now. Oh yeah. Well, and you know, it's been a shitty year for a lot of people, right? Because this has been a year of adjustment, uncertainty, a year of loss you know what i mean um different things and <clears throat> i was talking to a few people you know earlier this month about the propensity that people are seeing in, in that uh a lot of people putting their christmas lights up early yeah right they're they're starting to celebrate early and you know one of the things i think is happening is that uh people are just looking forward to something happy they're looking forward to something different and and the holidays can be that thing that we look forward to but as you said, it may be different this year. Well, yeah. guaranteed it's going to be different this year, you know. And so we're going to talk about what you can do, what, what, what is the reality of the of Christmas or the holidays during COVID, and what you can do to make them a bit special. You can only have, well, you can't really have anybody over in, a, in the province of Alberta under the regulations right. we've got going. So you're going to be celebrating Christmas this year or any any of the holidays and you're mm-hmm. going to have to do it with immediate family members. So that means if your mom is living in a retirement home, she can't come to see you. You can't go to see mm-hmm. them. I don't even know where to start with this one today. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I, I mean, I think the first place to start is look at, let's just admit that it's going to suck. It's going to be different. Okay. And maybe it's going to suck. I, I, don't, I don't know. I mean, I, I think um, in my mind, just recognizing that it's different and that we deserve to call it that. And if we need to have some grief around that, that's, that's okay. It's, it's really normal and actually quite healthy for us to name our grief and then give ourselves space to have that feeling, have the feeling of loss at not being able to spend time with your parents or your kid, grandkids or friends or whatever. The fact that it is going to be different. And so even if the different turns out to be better, because we can, you know, we can talk about ways to make it fun and interesting and, you know, make it possibly even better than normal, but it's still going to be different. And anytime we experience a change as humans, anytime we experience a change, there is a sense of loss. There can be a sense of grief that goes along with that. And the first thing I want to say is just make sure that we give ourselves permission to feel whatever we feel around us. If we deny it, then it's going to show up in so we just want to face it head on and just say, yeah, okay, I'm sad that we don't get to do it the way we normally do. This tradition that we normally had, we can't do. I was talking to somebody and they said like, for as long as they can remember, their friend had like an open house 
um, sort of like the two weeks before Christmas. And so, you know, I know from my family, I got a cousin that does this as well every year on Christmas Eve, open house. That's, that's, that's been a tradition since I can remember, you know, since he had his own family and, um, it's not happening this year, you know? And so there, you know, we, we need to be able to give ourselves permission to feel sad about that. Um, to feel bad or whatever we need to do, talk to somebody about how, how bad we feel. But then once we're done that, then we can move on and then create something different and something that's going to uh, work for all of us. Now, in our house, there was two versions of happy. My dad was a quiet, reflective kind of guy. Mm-hmm. And my mom was completely the opposite. It was all about the decorations, the tree, you know, having that turkey smell wonderful when you walk in to the house on Christmas Day after playing a little street hockey or whatever. Yeah, I yeah. tend to be a real blend of both. However, I've really noticed as I get older, I'm becoming more reflective. And it doesn't mean I'm sad or anything. But yeah. what I do is I kind of take the temperature of the room. This uh-huh. is going to be a great Christmas holiday season to kind of find out what your family's all about. In so many ways, you're going to see how they handle stress if if they have it at this uh-huh. time of year or even if they don't and how we're all going to come through this. I, I, I'm going to be fascinated just to sit back in the corner chair and watch this time around. And I don't think there's anything wrong with that. You're going to study us all, are you? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, it, it, it's, it, we celebrate it however we need to celebrate it. Right. Yeah. And I, I think, I think to be fair though, we should let the people around us know that this is what I'm planning to do. This is how I think this is going to go for me. Um, because it's, it's so easy and not even just, the, just during the holidays, just, easy at any time, but especially if we were dealing with COVID right now, um, it's so easy to misinterpret the actions of others, yeah. especially people we're connected with and we care about. Um, you know, you might be reflective, but maybe, you know, your partner thinks you're bad at them or what, you know, whatever it might be. And so it's really important um, to be clear about what we're doing. Hey, you know what? Let's have a quiet time right now. I'm feeling good. You and I are good. We're, we're good. I'm just, you know, I'm just laying back and observing the room and just misinterpret that as something different. Well, I think it's pretty well established between Lori and myself that I I have got the trait of both my mom and my dad. So mm-hmm. if I'm just sitting back and I'm enjoying and I've got the coffee and Bailey's going or whatever, it doesn't bother her. Mm-hmm. It really does bother the 14-year-old who likes to see me full of energy. <laughs> and if he, asks how you, yeah, if he asks how you're doing and you say, fine, well, what's wrong? Yeah. Well, there's almost a little panic. So you're, I think you bring up a really good point. Just make sure everybody's on the same page. Exactly. Exactly. And nothing, nothing wrong with what you need to do to look after yourself. Just make sure everybody knows, right? That way you're going to, no one's going to go away thinking they know and then acting in a certain way. Oh, well, Bryn's mad at me or whatever, right? Yeah. And it's not, no, no, everything's good. I'm just soaking it up, you know? Yeah. Well, one other thing that, that my family, the first cousins on my family and my dad's side have decided to do on Boxing Day. And mm-hmm. for any Americans who are tuning us in, that's the day after Christmas. It's, uh, it's a British <laughs> thing. But anyway, we, we're going to do a First Cousins Zoom meeting. Oh, cool. Uh, one o'clock our time locally. So for the folks over in Great Britain and Wales, the, it'll be around, I think it's eight o'clock their time of the evening. And for a lot of our relatives out on the West Coast, it's noon. But mm-hmm. this is kind of a new tradition because... We always used to, when everybody was in Edmonton, we used to always get together on Boxing Day. Well, we're still going to do it. What we're trying to do is we're trying to reinvent the wheel a little bit here, and we're very excited about doing that. Exactly. Well, see, and this is exactly the next point I want to make, right? We, we can be creative and 
come up with new traditions because here's the thing even though people have moved and you can't really be together physically all of a sudden because you're doing this virtually now you can include other cousins right other first cousins you can include other people that you know may not have lived in edmonton before and you know so now now your group can be even bigger if you want but this is this is this is the idea is to find and create new traditions and sometimes and i was talking to somebody today about this um the actual creative, the creation of the traditions can also be an activity that can be, that can be an event. Hey, we're going to get together on Thursday at six. We're going to, everybody's jump on zoom or Skype or whatever. And we're going to brainstorm new things that we can do to make this holiday special and fun. Right. And who knows what you guys will be able to come up with, especially as everybody plays off of everybody else's suggestions and what you can, can come up with can be something that, you know, maybe way better than what we normally do. And this is, this is the, this is the opportunity, I think, in the situation we find ourselves in right now. It's not, it's not like it, it hasn't been noticeable to me that the idea was brought up by one of my cousins who was battling breast cancer and has beaten it and just mm-hmm. beaten it recently. Excellent. So obviously she is very excited about doing something new mm-hmm. and uh, putting more of a positive spin on things when she's gone through a very difficult year. And, uh, and I love that. I, I think anything we can do to support our relatives in that way yeah. at the most important time of the year, I, I, that's a thumbs up for me. Absolutely. And you touched on something else that I think is really important, putting a positive spin on things. Yeah. When, when, you know, when you can look at what you're doing in a positive way, when you can look at what you have in a positive way, there's that saying that what we appreciate appreciates. And, you know, um, it really does change your brain because yeah, look, it's going to be, it's going to be different and it can, you know, it's easy to go down that rabbit hole of, well, everything sucks. This is, this is terrible. I look at how much I lost this year and all this other stuff and not denying any of that, but we can also challenge ourselves, I would say, to look for the things we've gained, look for what we still have, look for what we can create and what's coming. It's going to, it's going to change um, you know, how we feel, how we function and the experience we have. Yeah. And so this is one of the things I'd really encourage all of us to do right now is to put ourselves in, in that positive headspace, even just, even just listening to what we're supposed to be doing and sticking with the rules that are in our area, understand that you're protecting yourself, you're protecting your family members, you're protecting the community and you're doing something kind you're giving a gift to everybody around you and if you just even recognize that that's that can help you get through um this holiday season much better i don't think too that we cannot bring this up and that is it's been a very difficult we've lost a lot of people this year yeah and so there's a a grief factor involved as we get to the holidays and and it's always there anyway yes this year it just seems like it's been way more pronounced so people I think you got to give people a little bit of space as well over the holiday season, do you not? Yep. Got to give them the space and permission to feel what they feel, right? And yourself permission to feel what you feel. You know, um, it may not always be, you know, rainbows and bunnies for everybody, right? Um, it can be a sad time. And, and even for people who haven't lost other people, sometimes it's just straight up loneliness or there's sadness around the season for a number of different reasons. And so, understanding that and asking people what they need. So if you have friends and family that are around, you can kind of take their temperature. Like you were saying, if they feel like they need some quiet time, some space for themselves, 
give them that space. But you may also choose to reach out and check in, right? Um, that can be very, very helpful and much appreciated by our loved ones. When we just check in, it doesn't have to be super long, five minutes. Hey, just wanted to let you know I'm thinking about you. Want to wish you Merry Christmas or whatever you believe in, you know what I mean? And, and, and just connect with them around that. And then be able to just have that have that sense of togetherness, even if it is virtually this year. Well, you know that's the the ironic part of this is we've talked about all the negative stuff about social media, and now here we are going through these two lockdowns, at least where we're at, and we have the ability to reach out and talk to people on social media in a positive manner, whether it's uh, absolutely you know, Facebook, uh, Twitter. Uh, take a look at. You know, we we've we are doing things on Zoom and uh, and uh, FaceTime more mm-hmm. and more all the time. So I guess I can't imagine what this would have been like if this had been five <laughs> years earlier and we didn't have right. this ability to do this. We are very very blessed that we have all this stuff around us, and you know, recognizing that also helps us to be in that proper headspace to be able to find other stuff that we can appreciate. Because yeah, you're right. I mean, we we. The pandemic is crappy, right? But, you know, given that we have all these tools to support us through it, it could have been much, much worse. And so we can take some time and be thankful, especially as we wrap up the year, to, um, you know, just appreciate this and, and use these platforms to connect with people. Because you're right. I mean, even, even just the fact that we have to slow down means that we can connect with people all over the world now that we haven't connected with for a long, long time. Because no one had the time. Everybody's rushing around and doing stuff. And yeah, the whole world slowed way down this year. Oh, yeah. And, so. and while we talk about personal loss, people have lost jobs, too. Yep. And the mm-hmm. one of the goals that we've kind of had a little bit here is to try to give back to the community through food banks and mm-hmm. uh, various other uh, charitable organizations. Because those groups are now dealing with people twice the size of what they had to deal with yep. last year. So trying to take you're thinking outside of your own home and try to think of your entire community. It takes work, but I just think that the payback is going to be so much greater. It's payback for the community, which, you know, it's, it's that old saying, the high tide floats all boats, right? Yeah. So when the community does better, we do better. So it's, yeah, you can think of it as selfishness to give, right? But, um, you know, you're giving to the community to help the community, but there's, you, you get something else from it too. You really do give yourself a sense of agency. You give yourself a sense of autonomy and power when you can do something kind for somebody else. And even if it's not somebody you actually know, even just dropping off, like you said, food at the food bank or a donation or a toy for kids or, you know, picking up litter in your neighborhood or whatever it might be, know that you're giving a gift and that the, the act of giving gives us something Phys- philosophically and physiologically. Uh, so we get a gift by giving a gift. So this is another way to make Christmas and New Year's and Kwanzaa and Hanukkah and everything everything that we celebrate at this time of year. Uh, it, it, it's a way to make it special. Is it really noticeable to you? I know we're going to talk about specific holiday stress, not so much related to COVID, but are you noticing that uh, it's increased dramatically this year? I, I think stress generally has increased dramatically this year. Um, I think where we are, uh, we had a change in the weather come 
pretty harshly, you know, at the sort of middle of October. Um, and I really noticed a big, big change that happened with people's attitudes and just their general sense of well-being. And then we had the time change, which was also another notch down for people. Right. Um, we're kind of heading into the belly of the winter now. Um, right after right after Christmas and it's it's interesting because you know that's where the days start to get longer again yeah. and so you know which is which is kind of nice to remember but we're you know for those of us who have winter at this time of year we're heading into the the, the wintry part of winter uh before it starts to get better but at least there was more light coming back which is going to be helpful for people but yeah it, it there has been a there has been a, a couple notching notches up in the stress level around the holidays this year, more than, more than in the past. And that's what you'd expect. Yeah. And you know, one of the techniques, you know, we talked, I think on a a podcast or two ago, we talked about positive visualization. Boy, if you ever Mm -hmm. need it, now's the time, right? Just to think about the good stuff. Well, you know, thinking about the good stuff that we have, thinking about the good stuff that's coming. Um, right now there's been some really good news about, um, some vaccines that are coming on the market. And so there's, you know, light far away, maybe (laughs) at the end of this tunnel, right? A long tunnel, but, but there's light and that's, that's something that we can really think about. But then the other thing I would say, you know, uh, we can also start to make up things that we may have missed, um, during the time and actually plan for it. My, my daughter, as we're, as we're recording this, my daughter turns, um, you know, uh, 21, um, tomorrow actually. And my son had a 16th birthday just when we're heading into the first lockdown. So both my kids have significant birthdays because of this pandemic. And so one of the things we're, we're doing is we're taking some time to plan, so makeup birthdays, you know, these are, these are big deals. So we're going to plan. I mean, I don't know. We'll see what the calendar brings, but you know, just by planning them, we get to enjoy the experience of planning. We get to have that positive visualization of looking forward to them. And we get to have that anticipation of, yeah, this is coming. This is going to be great. And you know what, if the calendar is flexible and we can move these things up, that's awesome. But uh, at least we have them in the books. And that, that's something that I think people can use to make the best of, of, of a time like this. We're going to talk about holiday stress more on a general scale on our next podcast. Looking forward to that. Hey, uh, we're out of time already. It's amazing how fast it's gone. Wow, it goes fast. It's eh? gone as fast <laughs> as the month of December is going. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> uh, anyway, we love feedback from everybody and you can drop us a line. How can people get a hold of you? Yeah, go to the website, askdrgans.com, A-S-K-D-R-G-A-N-Z or G-A-N-Z. Dot com. And our mission here is we got one thing in mind. Yeah, right? we want to help people. We want to help people do better. You know, give them the tips, tools, techniques they can use to be better, to feel better, and to do better. And so if you're getting something out of this, definitely pass this on to somebody you know. Share it. Share it on social media. But then also drops a line and suggest things you might want to hear about as well that can help you in the future. Hey, great. Thanks for your time. And uh, we'll see you next time, okay? Always enjoy our chats. 